0: You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon.
1: Hey, what's up, World Wide Web? This is Alex. And this is Frank. And this is Bart. And we are
2: Filmmakers. And we are mostly drinking bourbon. We are drinking bourbon. I'm drinking, I'm drinking. I'm drinking water. Well, that's a, that's a part of bourbon. It is. Cheers. 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 My little...
0: Uh, little water bottle, cheers.
2: It's an important part of bourbon, actually.
1: Uh, you might say the most important part. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. I do love bourbon. Trust me.
0: Bourbon, Bur- but b- you got bourbon. work to do. I you mean, got it's work midday. Do. It's it's midday. I'm working right now. Yeah, but if I'm here, then who's? Driving the, driving the plane. Who's driving the plane? Driving the plane. Who's driving the plane? Oh my god! Welcome back, dude. Thank you. it's, it's, good, it's good to, to have be you. Here. Yeah, it's been been a while. The other side of the glass, the bourbon curtain.
1: The bur behind the bourbon curtain.
2: It is. Uh, you say you're working, and it is. It just hit me. Anytime we have someone from Gwen Sound on, like they're the only people who ever get paid to drink bourbon. to be
0: I'm, on this podcast. I'm being paid to be here right now. You are. It's pretty cool. Feels good. <laughs> I mean not by us, but No, not by you. No, no. No, by someone else. Um what's up, man? Not much, man. So um today um I was doing I do this thing where I play in a kid's band called Songs for Seeds and we were out there playing music and um Yeah. We do these little music classes and uh I realized my fly was open. The entire time today, so that was a little. And you were free balling it, and I was free balling it. But for um, a kid's performance, for a kid's performance, nice. yeah. So that was a mistake. But um, put your drumstick away. Yeah. So we do that, and there were some kids uh, misbehaving and all that. But uh, yeah. So that's not really video related. But on a video note, I've been doing, um, I've been filming um, psychology, continued education seminars where I film uh, six hour seminars, and then I edit them. And then they release them and this guy sells them. So if you want to be like a lawyer or a teacher or a professional in a lot of realms, you have to have CE hours or continued education hours. So yep. um, I go out and I film them. It's, I bought a, I had to buy a camera cause I was using a DSLR before, but I needed something that I could run. I didn't want to sync.
1: Well, in more than 30 minute runtime. And more than 30 minute runtime.
0: Right? Yeah. Run uh-huh. I, I need like, I, we do 90 minutes at a time for these, it's just long and sure. long stuff, but so I needed two XLR inputs to run. Um, mainly, I just needed a lav, but obviously, you want the boom as a uh, or the shotgun as a as a backup. But um, yeah, we do those. And then this is actually an interesting um, problem I've run into, and maybe you guys can uh, help me figure something out. Sure. So <clears throat> six hours throughout behind the presenter, up way higher on near the near the like. There's a big huge screen that comes down. Sure. They scroll through a PowerPoint. So. In the framing of the shot, I'm like zoomed in relatively close on the presenter from the back of the room, and it's got a decent um, camera. I got is a Panasonic AF100. Nothing new. Yeah, I know. It's it a is, thousand yeah. bucks with with a bunch of gear with it. Uh, the guy just was like, it was a Craigslist weird thing where the guy brought a beer into my house with him and drank it. And <laughs> I, I remember seeing my wife pose didn't it. <laughs> like that, but um, no Craigslist people in the house after that. Yeah. But, um, so these PowerPoints, I go to the, like, if I didn't have to put in these PowerPoints, editing would be boom, load it in, chop it up, send it out. But because of these PowerPoints, I now have to go through and search and I can't see the, the screen of the slide they're on in the video. Mm. So I'm hunting and looking for them pressing this little button, like a little, like literally looking at their hand to go, Oh, they just pressed it. This is slide five. Then the next one's slide six. My God. So that's where editing is. Editing these is taking it's a six-hour video. It takes about seven or eight hours to edit them mm. because I got to drop in these damn PowerPoints. Why can't you see the screen? Because it's way above them. It's, like, uh, mounted from the those, like the ceiling and it drops down. They're in, like, uh, convention rooms at, like, a golf course. It's sure. out in Blue Ash here in Cincinnati. But um, <clears throat> we're going to be doing a bunch more around Lexington, Louisville, and Dayton soon. Come into your hood, Frank. Um, sure. But... So I'm like, oh my God. And then the slides get out of order. And when the slides get out of order, you, there's literally 200 slides over six hours. So you're just kind of searching. Mm. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do is do a little, the old like skateboarding trick where you do a hand in front of it. You say, hey, that was a good take because I'm going to superimpose a slide. But if I just do my little like, you know, hand in front of the lens trick, I know there's a PowerPoint there. Yeah, sure. But besides that, I'm thinking run a GoPro, film the screen. Yes.
2: That's 30, 40, 50, 60 more gigs of footage.
0: True. I got well, a better you could do it idea it like if
2: they're 480, but go ahead. If they're prepared, if they're prepared ahead of time, and you get these PowerPoint presentations, if you can go through and you know what each slide is, you can just have like a, a stopwatch running when you start the camera, and then just yes, write the slide number. Write so notes. that way, it doesn't matter if it gets out of order. That's or true. That's
0: a good idea. Because are you uh, operating the camera? Or is it I, locked? It's it's locked down, and I'm usually running it. I'm focusing on not falling asleep.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, for real, it's three hours in. And you're like. That's a good way. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That actually would keep me a little more alert, but... Taking notes. Um, or, on that note, I could even just hold up the little piece of, like, the, the slide in front of the camera, but then I got... I'm doing autofocus, so it's going back and forth. Yeah. Um, I think time code notes is the best bet. Mm-hmm. Or someone said an H4n. I think you might have said this for an H4n that's running, because I can set a marker on the H4n. That would just be a long time code and I could say marker, marker, marker. Oh. But it's kind of an interesting um, problem... That in that freelancing world, you get this gig and you don't really realize, like, oh, man, these PowerPoints are going to be the, like, death of me. Because, like, sure, takes forever. And then exporting and then um,
1: wow. updating
0: uh, to CC 2018 in Premiere. Yeah. Man, that was a nightmare. I don't know if anyone else had major issues.
1: Wh- what was going wrong?
0: So, Premiere, uh, you updated, I edited all of them, these six, uh, four six-hour Clips in Premiere CC 2017. Yep, he wanted to go back and do some changes where I had to add a couple things, updated to 2018, and it just it started doing uh, uh, Dolby codec could not be found. Codec yeah, could you, not be found. There's all these issues now where you can't.
1: You have to. Well, I think you can still download CC Classic or whatever. Yep, which will open newer files. So you'd have to go open it in that and then export in compatibility mode
0: oh in
1: compatibility mode so it'll like dumb it down basically okay. I, I think the effects may be different for 2018 yeah so it'll dumb it down export it then you can bring it into the new one okay it's like you, you almost doing an xml yeah you know, okay well i'll have yeah. to
0: do that because it was i ended up coming here to gwen where there's a where i had 20 cc 2017 yeah big big pain in the butt doing these long format stuff it just kind of l- opens you up to a bunch of uh Sure. Issues. Yep. But um, that's what I've been doing. And I got to check every month from that. Um, cool. Which is nice. We just shot uh, some intros here with people from Heyman Talent uh, Agency just doing. It's crazy. I try to. Do, sometimes we were just talking before with the previous guest you do or you guys were where you do the one man band thing, but I'm like running a teleprompter, literally scrolling down and I'm <laughs> looking, not even looking at the screen and then the lob and your little bump. And I'm like, my God, I'm getting spread thin. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but if I pay someone else that takes away from my money. Yes. No. So,
2: um, which I don't like. Do you do you have enough? Because what I found on the, like the one man band stuff is even just bringing someone in for like close to minimum wage, even like just to have an extra yeah. set of eyes or hands to watch gear or move stuff. Yeah, helpful. <clears> throat>
0: that's helpful. That's that is helpful. And I should have done it as like that minimum wage because I always think, oh, I got to pay someone hundred like minimum like a hundred fifty bucks. But really, we were here for two hours. That could have been if someone gets paid twenty bucks an hour. That's forty bucks, and that's not bad money. Yeah. By minimum wage is eight <clears throat> eight
1: twenty five or what? Yeah. what is it? And if you just give something, <laughs> yeah,
2: and they don't even have to be um, knowledgeable in film production. Really, if they're if you just give them something super basic yeah. to do, scroll
0: down and run this as a teleprompter. We literally just did the a monitor with a word document and the camera right over the top, so they were looking at it and
1: yeah,
0: um, yeah. I feel like doing these seminars, it's kind of made me like, I'm out of, I used to do more like last year, I would do more businessy kind of like go and film and do these like one man band videos for like 3000 bucks. Um, but I kind of got out of that. So now I'm like, all right, I got it. Cause I've been doing way more audio engineering here. I'm um, yeah. doing cool stuff, but, uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. But still all, I mean, a man of many talents still playing.
0: Still pl- playing music. Still doing with Talk, right? Yep, still playing with the band Talk. Um, you had the album
1: release. It had, was coming up last time we talked. Yeah, that was like
0: a year ago or yeah. so. We released it. Um, kind of discovered that it's better to do, this is more music stuff, but like singles. Like you release one song at a time. Build a pipe. Re- yeah, you release well, eight songs and it's like, you know, there, there's eight songs and you release a video for one and then the rest just kind of... You know, yeah. we're not, it's not a major label release, but, um, yeah. So just drip, drip that content out. Drip the content out. You can do music videos for each one, and it feels like there's a new song all the time. Cause if you play them live, it, it takes forever to record and all that. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And then I've been releasing, um, Shooting More, um, which I would, I'll plug. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Drumming with Bart, uh, yeah. where I release videos that document, um, so I like to like buy and sell drums through like I'll use these like Amazon auction sites. Um and I'll go and pick up drums for like thirty-five dollars. Full sets, and I'll sell them for like $125, $150, and I film it and I just kind of go through the process. Um Do you ever have to like refurb anything? Um Do some work? Oh yeah. They're all the pro the reason they're being returned from Amazon in this local place, you go to this they're old, like, grocery stores that are full of, like, pallets of just stuff that got damaged and returned from Amazon. So, you'll take it out. Um, one had a giant crack in it. One just recently, which I just posted a video of, had a big hole in the middle of it. Like, the wood was punched through. One had bent rims. One had uh, this and that. It was cracked. Um, but you just mark that. And I've never lost money. Like, again, if you buy a drum set for $35, you're not going to lose money. So, <laughs> Sell for
1: scrap metal for more than
0: that. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just fun to... Huh. Uh, to do these videos, and a lot of my favorite drummers in the world now are, like, doing um, Instagram stuff, and they're getting bigger than, they sure. themselves are bigger than the bands they're in. Yeah, If that makes sense. So, it's kind of like, it's nice, because you can be the one-man musician who's, like, on Instagram, who's, like, like, uh, to say a name, like, if, to, which you can look up on Instagram, Stan Bicknell is, like, an Australian guy. Mega. Millions and millions of followers. Incredibly fast. He just, and his band is kind of, like, He's like, here's my band. And they have 20 followers. They have 150 followers or something. Wow. Whereas he's got like 1.5 million. It's a social celebrity. Social celebrity. So, yeah.
1: what are you using to, to do those drumming with bar videos?
0: Uh, so, what I'll do is I'll do, um, if I do like a cover, like, cause you got to do these covers to get, uh, and I've just kind of started this a couple months ago, but um, I would do, I have a 7D that I'll shoot with like a 24 to 105, um, and then I'll do the AF100 different angles and then i'm running like eight mic setup into a uh uh focus right claret eight interface so i get good sounds from that um and i have like a studio space that's just a big warehouse mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me where we can have drums set up and just play whenever i want um, but that's really time intensive because like, you got two cameras and you got to edit it all. But what I've been doing more and more is just like, all right, so I'm going to pick up these drums. I'll be in the car holding the camera. Like, I'm going to meet this guy to buy some drums, this Yamaha set, Yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm in a parking lot. It's dangerous. I'm driving. And, um, it's just a phone. Or? It's just a phone. So I've been yeah. doing more phone, just quick documentation because it's like I've bought and sold so many drums and I'm like, I never ever documented it. And I like to see stuff like that, I like online, like, oh, cool. This guy's making money off yeah. a little bit of money to make off selling drums. Um,
1: it's like the Click. unboxing fad. Have Dude, you I seen just, those? I
0: ju- yeah, I just did one yesterday where I filmed it, and I was like, I'm just going to film me taking these drums out of this box. People love and it. I posted it yesterday. It's like, yeah, why the hell Why the hell not? People love those. You they know? just want to see stuff coming out of boxes. Because you you're about to go buy this thing, and you're really excited, and you want to see, like, what's this camera? And I actually look at them because I go, okay, on this auction site, it says box one of two. I want to know what's in this particular box and what I'm going to be missing. Yeah. But that's a little, like, Techn- specific and yeah. technical, but... um. But yeah, so drumming with Bart huh. on YouTube, um, you can see some cool stuff. But
1: doing on, I mean, your iPhone's like amazing nowadays. They're, they they yeah. just came out. Soderberg did a film on his iPhone. Somebody else big did a film on their iPhone.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like
1: you can do a lot.
0: now. It's just the, uh, it's the content. Like yeah. now the technology has caught up to it. But like obviously you got to get some stability, and the sound is not great. Yeah. But um. It's amazing. The singer in our band, he he will record and he writes the songs. He'll record every instrument on his phone in GarageBand and play it back for us and be like, "What do you think of this?" And it's like, "Dude, that could be the final version of the song." But I don't say that because I wanted to re-record it and play on it. But uh, <laughs> no, it's phones are amazing. And I know um, yeah. there's like Motorola phones now that have like a uh, like Zeiss. Launch. It's like a Hasselblad camera that you attach on. Yeah, it's their. like a back.
1: Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe
0: they like sold the. It's not obviously not like a fifty thousand dollar. Hasselblad camera, but um, yeah, it's crazy. We got the, we're lucky to have the iPhones, you know, it kind of levels the playing field. It's like with recording, everyone got a laptop and Mm -hmm. everyone can do it now. So Mm
2: -hmm. yeah, it's a different generation. So these, uh, these videos, like you're just documenting the process of you going and picking up these drums and, you're not using them to sell the drums. No,
0: actually them. the exact opposite because I don't want people to know what I paid for them and what I sell them for. So I don't usually post them like to my Facebook because like these people, I'll sell them through Facebook and I'm like, uh, I don't want them to be like, because it'll friend you if you're messaging people. I don't want it to be like, hey, I just met this idiot and sold him this drum set I paid $20 for for $200. Yeah. So I'll just release them online and it's just mainly, so it starts out with me going to get it. It shows me kind of taking them out of the box and going, oh my God, there's a big... Hole in this drum. Let's see what I can get out of it. Then it'll say, boom, purchased for $37, sold for 100 Bam. That's yeah. that's a video. You know, I'm trying to just, it's just got to keep up with it as content it's like creators. Uh,
1: what's that show on? It's like uh, pick um, American, American Pickers. Picker. Yeah. 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 That's what it reminds me of. Like I, yeah. Junkyard Finds. Like. I've
0: always done lots of trading. I just traded uh, at a piece of big Korg D3200 recording thing that was in in b here for a long time and i just traded it for an electric drum set and a shotgun <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> i have no desire to have the shotgun i'm probably just gonna sell it or whatever but sure. um uh, i just like to trade Yeah, be careful about
1: that yeah I, seen I, that. I know how you, i probably how you shouldn't sell say it. that yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah you've seen those videos where like well, not i don't know if anyone's done a video i'm sure they have like just those like stories of people like trading a paper clip up exactly to like house. trading
0: up or whatever Man, i mean i traded a little pinball machine for a uh a motorcycle that didn't work, a little like Honda, and then I traded that for a dirt bike, and then I traded that for a motorcycle that ran. Um, so I've, di- I've done the same thing with motorcycles, which I just sold one the other day. But um, wow, that's not that's not as fun to like. I'll just keep them and ride them. It's not as like drums where I just churn and burn through them. But um, dang, I wish I could afford to like keep the drums for myself. But
1: it's just a massive know. loft full of drum kits. Yeah,
0: but uh,
1: any ambitions to do anything more with it? Like, do you want to develop it into a? This is getting ridiculous, but develop it into a series for TLC. Dude, uh,
0: I would love to yeah. just have it be getting a, be a personality on YouTube and um, Instagram and stuff where, yeah, like buying and selling music gear. I mean, obviously that's far-fetched to be like, yeah, this is a – you got to get the content, but I just want to keep doing it. Sure. Because I like to – find stuff and buy it and sell it and um those
1: are the most successful things are the people that actually enjoy what they're doing
0: yeah love it so, um and it's kind of it, it's seriously a gamble where you go and you pick up this thing and you can't look in the box until you leave or you pay for it or you you get invoice but you buy it and then you leave yeah. and you're like yes it's perfect or it's like oh man i just got like you're talking about going to sketchy places no it's like a, it's like a big company here oh, they do it. it's all amazon overstocks you like
1: picking up things from like the hood or, you know. I've done
0: that. I mean, you go like gas stations. Maybe you should keep the shotgun. But the shotgun you know. was a gas station deal, which the guy pulled it out. And I'm like, oh, dude, don't do that. Wow. I, I believe right. you.
2: Since we're on this topic, I had this idea years ago, um, which I'm just not going to have time to do it. So I'm putting it out to the world. Somebody hopefully will do it. Is, is basically, you know, everyone's afraid of like Craigslist and like people coming in their house and drinking beer and, <laughs> and uh, their own beer. They brought they, not my beer. <laughs> he walked in with an already open beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> just like all these, these stories and everything. And like, just also the hassle of if you've ever like, I, cause I used to do kind of the same mm-hmm. stuff you, you do. Um, and it was just always a hassle. Like oh, I picked up this thing, I can sell it. I can make, it, I can double or 10, 10 X my yeah, money on yeah. this thing. But like, then like dealing with like, Oh, I'm available 3 PM. Like, well, I'm working like, and it just, it's terrible yeah.
1: scheduling.
2: So I had this idea and I started to put up a little business plan of, of having this like Craigslist. And I say Craigslist, but it could be used for anything. It could be used for yeah. eBay or whatever. Let just go this drop. Like, up yeah. lit this location where you you go to work and you drop like someone says, like, okay, I'm going to pick up that drum set. Like, you go and you just drop it off on your way to work, and then they can come anytime during the day. It's like pick a, up you have up a the drum one, set. one
1: time use code.
2: Yeah, that you and, and they go and they they pay like you don't ever know who bought it. You don't know ever know who sold it. So like you don't have to Anonymous. have some somebody come to your house or know where you live or know yeah. your phone number you you know that the the money's legit because they have like counterfeit detectors there yeah. and stuff like it I or mean you, the only or da- you
1: just bypass that and you do it all through like uh bitcoin or uh venmo or you yeah. Know, some yeah uh,
0: electronic you, the only way you could get burned on that is if like people aren't all upstanding citizens where like you're like yeah it works perfectly and then you get there and you're like this does not work this sucks and you're like there'd be a lot of but if yeah. you could test
2: it out. If like, you could
0: test it out, but, but then, then you'd be actually meeting each other.
2: No, if you could. Oh, yeah, like, you so could so test it there, out there. And you go and, like, no, this is not how it's described. I'm leaving. Yeah. And yeah. And then. That's crazy. But then, like, to the work.
1: item's not there and it's actually a dude with a shotgun in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. Where would <laughs> you come from? No, I mean, that's, Get a, that's there. definitely a, the world of uh, buying and selling stuff is is out there. That's not a bad idea. That's, yeah. Um, I've like, done more through Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Than anything else, um, people really like that. It's easy because there's offer up, let go, Facebook Marketplace, and camera gear. Like I've, cameras through Craigslist. Sure. That I'm a little bit less like gung ho about because it's kind of like electronics. Just have that like that gray area of like mm. you never know. You can't test every function of the camera, and then you find out like oh crap, I forgot to test autofocus. Sure. And it's broken or something, or yeah, yeah, the lens yeah, yeah. doesn't have the right. Think. Well, I mean, I
1: mean, you have big companies, big reputable companies like B&H has a used section yep. and, you know, it's Adorama true. and City and, yeah.
2: yeah. I buy most of my video gear used through yes. through anywhere I can find okay. it. Like, Got it. I, I typically want to pay half or less yep. of the retail. And then that way my logic is like, okay, if, even if this one's bad, I have to buy another one. I'm still at the price of what it would have been anyway. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And people, for the most part, are like Really nice people. With mm, I've, I've rarely had any bad experiences. Everyone's usually really cool and nice and stuff. And hmm. I always tell people, like, I am like, like I've been a drum teacher for years. It's like I'm not gonna, I don't want to sell something that's bad and screw you over. Like I'm, it's like when people don't post a picture of like the huge side of their thing that's completely destroyed. Like this side of their camera has a huge scratch on it or something. It's like I'm post a picture of that. Get away with it. Yeah. I'm, yeah.
2: A, I'm a big as terrible as this sounds. I'm a big fan of buying stuff off of um, like little. Production companies are one man bands that like, like oh I'm gonna go and buy this stuff and like start the, like oh this is hard I don't know what I'm doing yeah like, liquidation and sell it. sales yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sells yeah. it two yeah. months later with drum You're stuff like,
0: I, I'll take all of that <laughs> I clean up after uh, a couple months after Christmas usually because they've they've decided they want to play the drums and then they quit and then. I swoop in and yeah. I. Yeah. See, drums. what you really need to do is convert them into students. Yeah, exactly. And that way, you have ongoing income. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, uh,
2: this drum kit comes with a one month trial subscription to. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, you get one free <laughs> lesson now. But doing all this different stuff, it's and like if you
2: don't cancel, I'll continue the bill. You.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you don't cancel. <laughs> your credit card. Automatic payments. Yeah. It's just doing so many gigs that it's kind of like you weigh those. Uh, yeah, definitely the gigging. Uh, lifestyle doing video audio music dude that's the way the world's going though yeah
1: it takes a toll on you read so many stories about yeah the gig gig world you know it's no longer nine to five 365 or whatever it's pick up a job here or there eventually all the solid work things are going to be taken over by robots yeah so we're just going to be
0: like the creatives gigging maintaining the robots gigging
1: yeah we're you know robot tech
2: i could talk (laughs) for three hours about the robots the
1: revolution Mm -hmm. well let's
0: let's start that three-hour
1: conversation (laughs) right now we're going to be part of the uprising you know the the resistance yeah oh my god so in all this time you know uh you you have all these different jobs gigs hobbies passions do you find time to watch anything
0: yeah, you know, I just got the um, my wife and I got the movie pass. Um, so we got the movie pass. It's we still, actually
1: still going on the ten bucks.
0: Yeah, wow, still going on. It's awesome. It's unbelievable. Um, we actually saw a ton of movies leading up to the Oscar stuff. So I've seen most of the Oscar movies, and then we got the movie pass, and we didn't see that. We've kind of it's weird. You get that option to do it for free, and then you're like, well, I don't really want to go right now. I'm good. But um, <laughs> no, we saw a ton of stuff. The craziest thing I just saw was. Um, we we live in Clifton here in Cincinnati, so we just saw we go to the Esquire Theater a lot, but uh, which they don't turn over movies a lot, which is kind of a downside with having the movie pass. But we just saw. Have you heard of the Road movie? The Road R O A D movie, like um, from two thousand and eight. No, it's it's new. It's out now. It's Russian dash cam. Is that what you're talking about?
1: No, I was thinking of the one uh, about post apocalyptic The Road.
0: No, this is called The Road movie.
1: Oh, got it.
0: So it's Russian. It's 70 minutes of Russian dash cam footage love Russian. I
1: think I I watched that on YouTube
0: and it's uh, they're all YouTube (laughs) clips. So this is the first movie that has like a uh, sort like a conglomerate of um, like a compilation of Russian dash cam footage where it's like it's like the craziest
1: stuff you've ever seen.
0: It's like, you know, everyone's seen the videos where a truck goes around a corner and it completely spills over and then a little Russian old lady walks by like nothing happened. And then they're chasing a bear through the woods (laughs) And then the next shot, a bunch of guys get out and shoot into the car. And then the next shot, the forest is on fire. It was like, it was my wife and I and another guy in the theater, in a small little theater. And then she got up to like go out to just not be in this insanity. And it was like me and one other guy. So I was like, this feels wrong. Wow. (laughs) And I had like a Pee Wee Herman vibe, like sitting in the movie theater alone with this guy. But um, Was it enjoyable? It was enjoyable. I kind of felt like I was like in like a clockwork orange like my eyes should be taped open like watching this just insane stuff. Um,
1: was it like really edited really quick? I or? mean
0: some were quick. The dialogue was from the in-car conversations being like yeah. someone like slow down, slow down, slow down and in Russian and then like you think they're going to get in an accident and then the car in front of them like explodes. I mean, it was wow. I wouldn't but I would never have paid for that if I didn't have the movie
2: pass. That's what I think the movie pass is going to be good for. Yeah, is Obscure like everything films. not being superhero films. Like, yeah, the, you got isn't nothing to a, lose.
1: Isn't there a, a, a stipulation like it's not good for 3D? Uh, I think so. 4D, you know, all the special yeah. stuff.
0: I don't know. I've never really been huge into the 3D and stuff. or oh, 4D. I
1: wear glasses, so it sucks.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. I don't. I just don't really like. It, it makes me kind of feel like sick. But. Um, huh. No, I think it's uh, you got to be within a hundred yards. I think of the movie theater. And you check in on oh, the before app Before it unlocks, yeah. Before you yeah, yeah. then you can go check in and then you can get a seat. Um but we did it with like but before that we saw like the shape of water, like call me by your name. How like, was the shape like of water? Were, uh, I thought it was really good and I just heard he's getting sued uh because yeah. they stole the idea or something. But um stage play, I think, or it was uh very novel. much like like Guillermo Guillermo Del Guillermo del Del Toro. I always have trouble saying that. It was, like, the same, like, it looked like the water guy from Hellboy. Yeah. It looked like uh, a lot of his similar stuff. It was really good. He's got a style, for sure. He's got a style. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah. I think Three Billboards was, like, my favorite out of the, yes. the lot. Call Me By Your Name was better than I thought it would be. It was very, like, hmm. I don't say controversial. It kind of, like, jammed it down your throat, the idea of the whole movie, of, like, the, like, young love interest between a really young guy and a young and a college other guy and um, There are a
1: lot of people that have issues with that because of the age difference. Yeah. To me it was like, all right,
0: you I get it. Yeah. But nothing wrong with any of that like the the idea of the movie, but it was just it was beautifully shot. Yeah, that's what I heard. Incredibly shot. Um I like Army Hammer.
1: I like that actor. I like him too. Yeah.
0: Uh he was good. I'm trying to think what else we saw. What have you guys seen lately?
1: I I do I don't know. I just hope Three Billboards wins. Like Dude, I It was I, awesome. Oh. So good. Have you seen it? I have not. Have you seen Imbruge?
2: It's probably gonna be no for all these answers. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen that.
1: Seven Psychopaths.
2: No, but
0: I heard that was
1: God. Go okay. So they're both Colin Farrell. But go uh, watch Imbruge and Seven Psychopaths, and then you'll have like an absolute. You'll know the guy, the the
0: director, like In and Out. Okay, and yeah, really good at dialogue. Yeah, because it looked like a Coen Brothers movie, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, Felt he's got like a very
1: it. similar style, but like a, uh, I think he's Irish or hmm. Scottish interesting. One of those. It's like the Scottish Coen Brothers. Yeah.
0: It was good. Yeah. It was very good. It was uh, like Woody Arrelson. Um, yeah, that was cool. I'm trying to think of what else. Lady Bird. I liked Lady Bird. You did see it. Yeah. It was good. Someone said it's like the clueless of our generation where it's kind of like that indie. Yeah. It was very much like a coming of age movie for sure. like Young girls and that. A little more uh, like
1: raw, right? Like the way it's shot and it's not like super refined. Yeah, very, refined. very yeah. raw.
0: Very like kind of everything is like that, not sepia tone, but it's kind of got a... Uh, a um, Milky. Milky. Yeah. You know, I just finished as the Sopranos. Just finished the entire...
1: I've only ever seen one episode dude. and it's because we watched it in the film class. Life changing. I've
0: seen
2: never it? seen any of it.
0: No. I mean, it's like after finishing it, I've seen all of Game of Thrones, all that stuff. Hands down, one of the best bodies of work I've ever seen. I mean, unbelievable. And the last episode is very controversial. Um, It was I remember it came out in 07. I remember it being on the news and just like people were like furious about the last episode. But I thought it was awesome.
1: When are they going to make like the altos or like the baritones? (laughs) The tenors and
0: the basses. (laughs) Yeah, the baritones. I don't know. I think they're working on it. Uh, It's in production.
2: I might have to start that. My wife's big into like crime and gangster. She's a big criminal. She's big into crime.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But she watches
2: like a bunch of like 48 hours and like Uh, all these things that I'm like, are you really like, are you plotting to kill me? Oh, yeah. Just figure out like, what can't I do? My
1: My wife's sister is the same way. She watches all those like, uh, murdered, wife murdered husband shows. Yeah. And that's like her enjoyment. It's like, nah, Uh I don't want to watch Game of Thrones. I want to watch how this woman like hacked to death her husband. Yeah. Dream about
2: it. What? And she, actually, I don't know if, I don't know how violent, um, sopranos is but like she actually Very. can't do okay she won't do it then mm. i mean and it's not, not like she, it's she's like, i can't do it, it's too violent and i'm like you watch these shows of like real people getting raped and murdered like yeah yeah this is fake what's the difference
1: oh <laughs> uh, a show that uh i think i talked about that last block of episodes we did we just finished maybe i didn't altered carbon on netflix not seen that did we talk about it maybe 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 not it's good. It's really, good. it's sci-fi. It it's really? Netflix sci-fi. Which um, I like
0: Black Mirror, which kind of falls in that Netflix. Um, it's
1: very, I mean, yeah, it could be a, uh, it's in, like an extended Black Mirror gotcha. episode. Cool. So the whole idea is that we made contact with an alien race and they gave us technology to download what we are, our essence, hmm. into a DHF file gotcha. on this thing called a cervical, cervical? Not cervical.
2: Yeah. It's like, yeah,
1: yeah. Cervical stack. Interesting. Cervical. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like cervix. I'm I just like, think, That's think of not cervical, right. no, cancer. not cervix.
0: Cervical. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. That's uh, a lot like Black Mirror with those little chips they put in. And yeah. Then... It's
1: called a stack, and oh. so it's this little electronic. It's basically a, a computer chip with everything that you are, like your cool. thoughts, your memories, your soul, basically. Yeah. And you can put that stack into any quote sleeve that you want. So your body is just a sleeve. A sleeve. A flesh sleeve. So you can transfer all the way around, you know, to different people. Uh, You run into issues with what they call fragmentation. Huh. Uh, If you transfer between too many different sleeves. Like
0: generational loss. Yeah, like, oh, if you go
1: from a a young black woman to an old white male to a middle-aged Asian person to a dog, like, you're going to start
0: fragmenting. Your DNA is getting all...
1: But the rich, the super wealthy, have clones, and they go from the same body to the same body. There's no risk. It's, dude, it's really interesting. I have to watch that. Yeah, but it's all about uh, solving a crime. Huh? In this environment, it's
2: awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll check that out. Sounds. I good. need something
0: new to watch. Yeah, again,
2: Sopranos, and very violent. I'm I'm all I'm all for violence. It's extremely violent.
0: violence.
1: You have to be comfortable with full frontal male nudity. Frank like, love, like, love, Sure, <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: yeah. no, that's cool. Taste, you know, tastefully done uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's a thing.
1: Yeah,
2: that's cool. But Supposedly, we're only really, like forty years from that actually happening. What? Being able to transfer your essence into another body. Yeah, I, I just don't
0: heard they doubt it. Uh, extended the life of. Uh, earthworms by like six times because they remove something. so people are they gene editing yeah, they can huge. do it in in the future so. and they just
1: cloned a monkey, really? Uh yeah, a chimpanzee, I think for the first time ever, wow. they were able to clone a chimpanzee, which is how how close to our genetic makeup. It's like
2: mm-hmm. it's crazy.
1: it is I know it's controversial, but it's like what years away before some somebody in like rural China, some like well-funded facility tries it. yeah, you it can't stop a human. it no.
0: No, and then how do you tell who's, you know, who's a clone, who's not well, that's, a clone? That's the interesting clone. thing with
1: altered carbon. It's like I'm looking at you, the Bart sleeve, yep. but maybe Frank stacks in you, and so I'm talking to Frank, but I'm
0: that's looking a crazy at Bart, thought. and it's it's so weird. Yeah. Then Frank would have someone else in him. Or I guess yeah. he could be Frank. It could be two Franks.
1: Well, that's called double sleeving, and that's illegal. Yeah, you don't want a double sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, you, you check it out. I it's, will. It's like a oh, twisty. It's all. twisty. Where's it
2: available? Netflix. Netflix. And it was.
1: It's an, an original. I read that on the low end they spent seven million dollars an episode oh. to film the show. It's a ten wow. part ten part wow. series. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be renewed for a second season. Maybe like with a different storyline. Yeah. Because the it comes to a natural conclusion. It's pretty well done. But some things should just stop. They, it's great. They shot yep. it on uh, the Alexa 65, the big boy Alexa, nice. the huge sensor. They shot it using Canon CNE Primes, the Cine Primes, because uh, they cover full frame yep. in larger sensors. Hmm. But they shot it in 5K. The Alexa 65 with the full sensor is 6K. But due to the overwhelming data, they decided to window it down, shoot it 5K. Oh, you still crazy. get a balance between the 4K that Netflix requires... In the giant 6K frame. so yeah. wow. the shot it like all wide open. So they'll be shooting a wide shot. And there's like 10 people in frame. <laughs> the one person front here is shooting like a 1.5, T1.5, 5, on this huge sensor. This dude's in focus. The guy, he's head to toe. He's in focus. The guy four feet behind him, not in focus.
0: Completely out. Yeah, yeah it That's is cool. like
1: really razor thin. It's nuts. Netflix so,
0: has stepped up their, I mean, their game has been stepped up for years. I mean, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, There's but they require, they have this 4K requirement now. Really? So, Everything uh, has to be 4K. Native 4K. I didn't know You that. can't do like, like the Alexa Mini does in-camera UHD, but it's up-resed yep. from 3.2K, and they don't, it's it's out. You can't do it. Wow. Do they
2: still have uh, like a list of approved cameras? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the Alexa 65 was the only Alexa that they approved prior to just now recently, they released the Alexa LF, which stands for large format. Hmm. And it's a wow. f- native 4K Alexa. But it's in between, sensor size in between Super 35 and 65 mil. So it's a little more manageable. It's wild. Yeah. So yeah, bigger
2: yeah. than 35?
1: Bigger than Super 35. So
0: either 45 or 55. <laughs> <laughs> in that range.
1: Yeah. So it does native 4K uh, with a larger frame, like medium format-ish kind of look. So you get okay. thinner, you know sharper, thinner depth of field and a lot more flexibility. Yeah, I think it's a more sensitive cool. too. And yeah. we worked
0: on um uh the sound wise, we worked on Hold the Dark. I worked, I did the ADR for a Netflix movie coming out. Um it doesn't have a release date yet, but um doc? No, it's a it's got uh it's a feature film. It's got Alexander Skarsgård from yeah. Pretty Little Lies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I worked with James Badgdale or Badge as his friends call him so I call him uh James. <laughs> um Sir Badgdale? He was in uh The Departed. He yeah. was like Matt Damon's uh friend and then it's got uh So he died. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, <laughs>
1: everybody died in that.
0: Movie. Everybody died who was it was in Westworld. But yeah, so we did the ADR for that with Netflix I and it was Jeffrey Wright. super yeah. laid back. Like the studio we worked with was very like they were like it can be very, like, because with ADR, you do cues, and then you just you, you get your beeps, your beep, 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 and then the line. They were like, just let it run, and we'll just kind of, like, get him doing it naturally and drop it in. And he was, like, he got an arrow through the throat in one thing, so he was drinking water and had to do this, like, kind of like, stuff like that in this wow. little room that we're actually sitting in right now. Um, wow. He was in an airplane, so he literally put his arms out and was kind of, like, doing an airplane <laughs> thing. I was just joking. I think he was joking, but... Um, it worked, man. It was cool. Um, That's a cool experience. I was surprised Netflix was. That was my first solo ADR session, um, and it went horribly wrong. No, I'm kidding. It was. It was. <laughs> there was no problem. He was super cool. Um, so, but, did uh, you you
1: basically direct in that sense? There was there
0: there is a director. So via uh, we use Source Connect, yeah, which is similar to like or it might have been ISDN at that at that rate. But everyone is switching from so ISDN and Source Connector ways for um, the. Um, Director, in in this case, like in Hollywood, to pipe in and say... Because the, then we have uh, uh, time code being sent, so we're locked in together. Where it's there's immediate. This, yeah. It's immediate. And there's this, like, time code's just this, like, horrible screeching noise, but your computer can recognize it and lock in, so you guys are watching at the same time. You guys are locked in on the time there's code. There's no delay. There's I no mean, delay. Yeah. So um, then he does his line. We have a little screen in here where he watches it and goes... Um, like in, uh, we did work on Fantastic Beasts with um, Colin Farrell, and like you'd be there and you'd see him go like, it was like beep beep beep, Tina, and it was like the first line in the movie, him saying Tina, and it's just cool to see that that wow. one little line, you know, that you wow. you remember. I always just remember thinking like, what the hell part of the movie is he saying Tina? It was like the first word <laughs> line of the movie, but it's um, a way to open a film. Yeah, so that's a cool that's a cool experience, um, Dude. But, I'm excited. Netflix hasn't put a date up yet for that. And it's but. called what? Um, Hold the Dark.
1: Hold the Dark.
0: It seemed like a there was some cops in it. Um, Jeffrey Wright was doing some cool stuff. Um,
1: yeah. He's a fun dude.
0: Yeah, we worked... I did something else with him on uh, where I recorded him for um, an AT&T. It was like African-American history at AT&T. <laughs>
1: was that while he was down here for I the was, public?
0: While he was down here for the public. Oh, okay, cool. And I was like... Um, I was like, dude, I love The Westworld. World, and then, like he kind of like took his glasses off and cleaned them, and I was like, it's you're... like you're you're a r- robot. But yeah. um, and they just freezes, and they freezes. I'm like Bernard,
1: Bernard, wake up!
0: No, um, that was cool. That's a great experience of working here. Is you get to work with these cool people and um, yeah, and do that stuff. So
1: totally fanboy out.
0: I'm excited for the public, dude. Me too.
1: Right, have you seen that? You saw the trailer? I already. saw the trailer. Yeah. yeah, God, it looks good. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> really? No. I forgot. I was gonna look it up after the last round of FDBs. Oh my and I was god, like...
1: it's been out for months. Yeah, they oh, maybe uh, I did. They got... just had the premiere at...
2: in El. It
1: was in, in Palm California. Yeah. It was uh, Palm Springs yeah. International Film Festival. Cool. It was like the opening night film, which was a pretty big deal. And so there, yeah, there's interviews and uh, clips all over YouTube. With Kristen went out, yep. uh, Amelia went out, uh, did the whole red carpet premiere thing. Cool. It's awesome.
0: Such a huge deal. You should be proud of. I yeah. to
1: work on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally proud. It was a, a hell of an experience. So, I yeah. don't know when it's going to be released, or who, I don't know if it's been bought yet for like wider distribution, but. Yeah. Whatever happened with Gotti?
0: Speaking I of local know. films. I don't know. I heard it
1: got put on the back burner, but a lot of people said, oh, it got canned or whatever. People dropped it.
0: Then you say it was for a bigger. Somebody told me,
1: a reputable source told me that it was because it got a wider release. It's huh. getting a wider release. Interesting. So, I don't know which one's true. Either it is completely falling apart for no reason. Because, like, you shot it, you might as well sell and release it. Yeah. Or it's getting a bigger release.
0: Dropping it seems insane. I mean, you got a movie with... uh, Travolta. With John Travolta.
1: For one of the, like, most, uh, you know, recognizable crime names in history. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say,
2: if it's all done, as long as there wasn't a sex scandal, it's probably they're just figuring out when the best release date is.
0: Totally. I could see John Travolta being involved in something like that. (laughs) Not to throw him under yeah, the Kevin bus. Kevin
1: Spacey wasn't in it, so I think. We're yeah, good. yeah,
0: exactly. Um, oh, uh, Kevin Spacey was supposed to be in another one. We saw uh, all the money in the world.
1: Oh yeah, that
0: movie was good. Or they replaced him with um, oh, uh, not Jeffrey uh, Rush. Uh, it was uh, yeah, something like that. The other uh,
1: esteemed older gentleman. Really
0: good. I could not imagine Kevin Spacey with makeup acting like a. I mean, that story yeah. was crazy. The movie was all right. It was pretty good. Really wild story. Like the Getty family. Sure. And, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: not paying the ransom for his son and all that, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's like, I've got 14 grandkids. I can't pay all these ransoms. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. like, the story behind the production of it, how they dropped Spacey after that, uh, which, again, I don't I don't think it was, like, who a moral...
2: Was, who was the, replacement?
1: Uh, Christopher
2: Plummer. Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Yeah.
1: Who, like, they shot all his scenes in nine days or something like that he was in a lot of the movie that's what i mean he's the yeah. main one of the main dudes but they uh reshot all of spacey scenes with christopher Plummer in i think it was nine days wow and it was this was a month before the film was to release so they reshot in nine days and cut it within that month to make the release date wow and every, everyone says his performance is great yeah. it's like Oh yeah, of course. He's drop him in there, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm not paying for my grandson." <laughs> you know, and
0: you're that's like, how, "Oh, that's brilliant." That's how Christopher Plummer rolls. Yeah, nine days or nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty incredible, though. But again, I don't think that was for a moral reason. I don't think they drop Spacey because they're like, "I don't agree with your attitude and your yeah. practice." They're like, "It is a bad marketing thing for us."
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how a lot of it yeah. turned out. At like,
1: Scott's like, "Eh, probably bad choice, bro." But yeah. Um, I want my film to make money. Yeah. So <laughs> We got Mark
0: Wahlberg. We got, you know... <laughs>
1: yeah. Which other, I don't
0: I agree with Mark Wahlberg. Anyway. Yeah. But no, it was good. That's just,
1: have you... To completely change subjects... Sorry to steal your mic. Go. Have you been to
0: Wahlburger? I have not. Uh, a few people here at the studio have, and they said it's really good. Really? Yeah, they said it was really good. They said that there's like a burger that's um, like the Incredible Burger that's um, no meat, and the people eat it, and they're like... Tastes like meat. They don't know that it wasn't meat, and then... They huh. freak out and flip the table over, and what? no, no. They um, what is it then? I don't know. Bean, soy, soy, um, but it got Mark Wahlberg's uh, approval. Hmm. I've heard it's good. He was just here in town. Is
2: there one here now? There's
0: yeah. one like catty corner. It's like out out it's the front right door, out there. and yeah, it uh, used to be where
1: Pie Pizza is.
0: Yep, huh. right next to Starbucks. Pie is gone.
1: Yeah, I know. I also heard that uh, Lachaise is closing down or closed down. Really, yeah. I didn't
0: know that. It's like gone. I didn't really go there. No. I just poor Nick. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, you want to hate yeah. him. I
1: liked it. I actually really liked it. Yeah. The point is, Cincinnati's got all these restaurants named after famous people. Yeah. And we get to work with famous people.
0: It's pretty cool. We're lucky. Yeah. I saw Emilio at a restaurant not that long ago. Yeah. I, just, I didn't say anything. I have no connection to him whatsoever, but...
1: Uh, it's kind of kooky.
0: Free Jack. I enjoy that movie. With uh, It's got Emilio Estevez and Mick Simple Jagger. Simple Jack? Free Jack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, also, a great movie. Now, Free Jack, Mick Jagger, Emilio Estevez, uh, a couple other people. Wow, good old one. I was going to say, what if he comes up to me? He's, I'm sure, expecting Mighty Ducks, but I'd be like, Free Jack. Yeah, that he'd be like, sweet. Oh, I appreciate you now.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> jo- you for not yelling, Emilio. Join me, yeah, Emilio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Frankie. Watched anything cool recently?
2: Um, on Netflix, I've watched. I started watching a little like mini doc series um, called dirty money.
0: Yeah. Dude, I watched that. It was great. Yeah. I watched episode one. gets me angry. It was that the VW one on the first one. Yep. yep. That, when that monkey is hooked up to the car, like the exhaust. Oh yeah. That was like the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. They, they're like, That's you remember that? Test
1: the, test the emissions. You know? It was like
0: an F two fifty, and then the line of the clean diesel. And it was like hooked up to a, yeah, they like chamber immerse oh, yeah, the yeah.
1: subject in the gases and then test the subject's blood to see if there's negative for
2: three hours or something.
1: Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I'm yeah hook was... your mouth up to this. Yeah, I was just screaming
2: like, "Let that monkey go!" I'm generally yeah. not a very anti-business person. Um, I, I think the free market and capitalism is a good thing overall, but like, just like this this series, like the big corporate, like the the big public companies, like yep. some get of away them, with like,
1: so mm, much. Yeah. Yeah. I drive a VW.
0: I was about to say, yeah. you bastard.
1: It's not a clean diesel. It was never marketed. <laughs> they as don't anything. lie. Yeah, it's just a regular old... Mine's a GTI. It and they're like, like...
0: they're like eight times higher than they're supposed to be or whatever.
1: Oh No, the clean
0: diesels were 50,
1: 48 times, I think, the emissions of what they claimed. God. Because they had a mechanism, uh, what they called a, 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 a... What was
0: it? A, a, a
1: defeat device. defeat yep.
0: device, where you, you touch the steering wheel... Or something it
1: recognizes that it's out driving. It's not in a test environment, and it shuts off. Yeah, the, crazy.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that, that. That was. I remember that being in the news. Like, oh, VW did this thing. Okay, it's out of the news. And but it's like that's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was huge. And BMW, they, they said BMW does it. And-
1: what's funny is like there's all this backlash over that. Like privately, all this backlash and legal issues. In the media, in our normal daily lives, like I don't see too many people that are all that angry about it. No, I see their commercials on TV all the time, and I'm like, oh, there's VW, the fun-friendly yeah. company that look. I'm going to get out and enjoy life. VW yeah, I can trust. That's what.
2: That's what's so crazy about this episode. Like that, uh, I just watched the third episode uh, two nights ago. Yeah, and it's about um, these drug companies mm-hmm. who um, like, like the, talked about like the Shkreli's like the public, like the, yeah, the bad the the like. Everyone was going after Shirelli and, uh, like, he increased the price of that drug, like, so many. Like, that was nothing compared to, like, what this huge company was doing. Like,
0: what is it, Valiant or something? Yeah.
2: And he's had,
1: not, I'm not saying he's a great guy or a bad guy. I'm just saying I've seen many interviews where he lays that out. He's like, I'll be your bad guy all you want. He's like, but here's the facts. These guys raised their price 8,000%. This guy raised it, blah. He's like, and this price doesn't go on to you. It might go on a little bit to you, the consumer, but this is what, Insurance companies pay for the drug. I'm not literally yeah. raising it direct sale to you. Again, no. You know, yeah. there's a lot of variables.
2: But. When when that whole thing started with with him, my wife was like, like I was mentioning, I was like, oh, that's kind of terrible. And she's like, no, there's something like he's doing this on purpose to like raise awareness, awareness? of something else. So well, like, he's a hero. Know. You're saying he's like, a hero. She thinks. She She's thinks the he's dark yeah <laughs> yeah. Buying I don't know the, about the Wu Tang million dollar album or whatever. No, I
1: just don't. I don't know if it's exactly as bad as people say it is. And I might get flack for that, but
0: the smirking, all his damn yeah. smirking. It, you could tell he was like
1: the fact that he's willing, so willing to be. He loves being the bad guy. Yeah, I don't like that. He's you know? a bad boy. I w- I just want to make art. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like I don't want to trick people into paying more for no. Uh, a yeah. drug that they might need to survive. But, no, um, but again, you can't give things away for free. You have to charge what you're worth, and whether that be
0: for a video or for a, a cancer drug, or yeah,
2: know. nobody's going to pay more than what they're asking for that drug. Yeah,
0: no, and that's an interesting topic: is raising your um, your day rate and starting out doing stuff for free. Because I started out doing like photo assisting with our friend, mutual friend Jeremy Kramer, and yeah,
1: uh, speak of the devil.
0: Man, it's uh, it's hard to raise your rate as you're going. You know, you got to know yeah. you got to know that time to say, okay, well, now my rates this, and now my rates that. You know, yeah. Here, I'm going to
1: answer this real quick. Do it. Hey, Mark, you're on the podcast again. Right now. Right now. Wow. Um, say something smart. Uh, cinematography is the study of. Might <laughs> and the I don't know. I don't know. I'm just uh, you want me to call you back? Uh, yeah.
2: Is this going to make the edit? Oh, totally. Okay. Well, is this after or before my episode? After. This is, after. This is mid okay. uh, mid April. Okay. Well, happy April to you guys.
1: You listening at home. Uh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Cheers. I'll call you later. <laughs> He's so like, Whoa, taking yeah. it back. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It's. I raise my rate every year, once a year. Beginning of every year, I'm yeah. like, it typically goes up 50, 100 bucks, whatever it is. That adds up. But it's, you know, like I talk about inflation, just uh, general, my work's gotten better. My contacts have gotten better. I feel like I'm worth more.
0: Yep. You know, and
1: I feel like you need, everybody needs to feel that worth, sense of self worth.
0: Absolutely. You, know. you get stagnant so. otherwise and you kind of just be like, well, I'm. Yeah. As much as
1: money isn't everything, it's also just an indicator of self-worth. Yeah. What you think of yourself. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Right? For sure. I just, I always find that interesting. It's like, it's the same with teaching drums where it's like, I got more students. I used to do $20 an hour and I ended up getting more students when I did $50 an hour because the apparent value is higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? You seem better because you're charging. I find
2: people waste my time less when I charge more too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. I would agree
1: with that completely. Yeah. I just turned down. uh, And I I think that's also another topic is people, a lot of people tend to take everything that comes to them, even if it's like way beneath their rate or skill level. Yep. And I understand the need to like put food on the table and all that stuff, but I just, you know, turned down work uh, because it was like, you know, not the right job. First of all, half the rate, Mm -hmm. you know, all that and things that they expected. And I was like, well, you know, I really appreciate the call, but- I can pass you along to other people that
0: might be a better fit. Yeah, it feels good to say no sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, and then when it's in that day when but you're like I would be doing that, it's like, God, this feels good to not I be know. doing that. But they were very you know, they were very respectful and they
1: were like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, we thought maybe yeah. wasn't the right thing, but we thought we'd try it anyway. Yeah, so, exactly. Never hurts to ask. No. Yeah. For anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Whether
1: that be a client to you or you to a client, you know. Asking is fine.
0: Yeah, and passing stuff along and helping people out. I feel like networking is the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Like just knowing people. And I think the FTB community is good too on the Slack group and everything, which. And getting better. Yeah, and getting better. Day. I rarely check it. I always say, hey, man, I'm just saying hey to you guys from the booth. And then I never check back <laughs> until <laughs> six months later. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's no, all good. Yeah. It's all good.
1: Uh, you want to read? We got some reviews. We do. Franklin?
2: Where are these ones from?
1: <laughs> say your full name? Franklin. No. Frankfurt?
2: What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to go with that. So my middle name starts with E, and so you could call me Frankie.
0: Frankie. Hey, Frank, Frank. Frank E. That'd be like your are I don't uh, care. I'll, I'll respond to anything. I'm just to Fez. <laughs> Fez. <laughs> that uh, works. Fez. What's up,
1: Fez? All right. So first one, The Right Balance of Fun and Informative by Pencino.
2: These are from New Zealand.
1: They are. Pencino. I wonder if that's a New Zealand thing or just a cool name uh what's not to love about filmmakers drinking bourbon these guys are great high energy funny and filled with inspiring interviews and useful information keep up the great work thank you Pinchino. we will keep trying
2: yep and this one's called part of the family by joe gallagher nz probably for new zealand Uh, it's pronounced nz nz that's true This is an awesome podcast. It has a great mix of general life discussions along with educational filmmaking-specific content. After spending the last year or two listening to Brandon and Alex, they start to feel like part of the family. Which is weird because we have never met them and they live on the other side of the world. But that surely is a sign of a quality podcast.
1: We don't live on the other side of the world. We live on your radio, wherever you are, with you,
2: in spirit. On your amazing phone, multi- yeah. Recording device,
1: multimedia recording device. Exactly. It's funny. All these people have. I mean, you, you may be, you must be way back in the reviews.
2: We are. Like I said, a couple yeah. episodes ago, like I found there's a whole other world outside the United States. I know all these hidden <laughs> reviews.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you had, you had to uh, change the country Code. tag or yeah. something. Really,
0: you you weren't seeing these reviews before. No. No. It only wow. shows you U.S. reviews. Interesting.
1: There are actually forty million reviews. <laughs> yeah. We're huge
0: in China. Oh, massive!
1: <laughs> yeah, massive.
0: Those are good reviews. Yeah, they are. So
1: yeah, we've got a lot more coming. We uh, get plenty of great guests. We got a special surprise. It it, 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 it will, will be, be here. arriving. <laughs> in, a, in a cage. <laughs> in a cage. Yeah, it will be here. Um,
2: so what yeah, do you man. think, um, Bart? What do you think? One uh, learning. Um, Take away or a bit of advice.
0: Uh, I would say, for me, the biggest thing is the. Uh, I mean, it's so obvious, but like, uh, I would say networking is huge. Um, if you're going to be freelancing, maybe I don't know. You you either got to choose like in Alex's case, where you're the specialized camera. You're the you're the videographer. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you're the <laughs> DP. You jerk! Or, like, I think Frank and I are more on the same page of being more of that one-man band. Like, you go out and film the corporate stuff where you're doing interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, kind Like of a Swiss Army knife. Like a Swiss Army knife, yeah. uh, where I think you need to choose that path. Um, not early on, but you'll fall into it. Um, learn as much as you can, um, and don't uh, under-budget things to make it be, I just found this out the other day where I was like, man, I could have just... The guy didn't tell me to keep it beneath $1,500 to do the shoot and get talent and everything. I just kind of thought maybe he'll want to save money. And I was like, you know, yeah. budget budgeting is smart. Um, but, yeah, I would say just uh, get as many gigs as you can. Um, dip your toes in everything. Find out what you like. Um, and just keep learning. Just uh, just keep it up and keep learning. Totally. Yep. Good advice. Keep yeah. your eyes on the sky.
2: And listeners, uh, I'd kind of be curious whether you guys have a side hustle like um, like you have yep. of uh, buying buying and reselling stuff. Like, what do you do to generate extra income during the slow It's all cryptocurrency. Yeah. All <laughs>
1: these guys are crypto day traders. Yeah. Yeah. They're just making boo bucks, like riding the dip. You yeah. Know? And then they make nothing. And then they make a ton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. Um, Bart. Where I know we've talked about it before, but any updated info social-wise where people can see you, can hear Talk the Band, all that jazz?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram um, as Bart Vanderzee. That's V-A-N-D-E-R-Z-E-E. Uh, that's just my personal thing. Typically just drums, um, but there's other stuff too, like audio stuff. Um, YouTube, Drumming with Bart. Uh, my band is Talk the Band. Um, so you can find that at Facebook or Band camp or wherever um and then be sure to check out Gwyn Sound where um I reside a couple days a week and film or uh record these wonderful gentlemen's podcast um yeah so he's the tech magic behind this yeah without mm-hmm. me there's no, there's no fdb no adam and i are fortunate enough to should get a t-shirt like that <laughs> yeah. without me no fdb yeah but no doing uh doing this podcast we're actually trying to get more podcasts going here so if anyone has a cool podcast idea and wants to uh it's in the you know southern ohio region um we're trying to find some more people and kick kick it up here and so that'll be our next dope the next
2: endeavor
1: dope 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 yeah cool
2: dope if you found any value out of this podcast we would uh, appreciate you to subscribe and tell a friend leave a review a rating
1: yeah, change your country code, you know, leave a Chinese review yeah. or Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's fraud. <laughs> yeah, that's fraud. We appreciate it all. So yeah.
1: anyway, Bart, thanks again for coming on the show, buddy.
0: All right, you got uh, it. Thank you guys. Cheers. 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 bottle. Cheers.
1: Cheers. 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 to Frank, cheers. Right. Oh, you catch right. you guys on the next
0: one. This podcast is produced by Frank Steele and recorded live at Gwyn Sound Studio. Find out more at Gwynsound.com.